Welcome to this week of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This is the final week of uh, Come Follow Me, Book of Mormon style. Uh, it's been quite the year, quite an adventure uh, in studying the Book of Mormon. I'm sad. Uh, I mean, from a, on a personal level, I study the Book of Mormon every day, no matter what uh, our curriculum is, quote-unquote curriculum, uh, in Sunday school, you know, back when pre uh, come follow me. But then even last year with the New Testament, right? Book of Mormon is still something that I study each day along with whatever's come follow me. And so this year, um, I, you know, with the chaos and craziness that 2020 has brought, uh, it's been special to me that uh, I've been able to focus more of my time on the Book of Mormon. Um, you know, as, as we move into next year in 2021, and we uh, begin studying, uh, the Doctrine and Covenants in Church History. I'll be studying that as well as the Book of Mormon, but uh, my time is <laughs> finite, and so I will, I can't just, you know, spend the same amount of time on the Book of Mormon as I have this year. And so that makes me sad uh, because I love the Book of Mormon. I love uh, the sacrifice that went into bringing it uh, to us from, you know, Nephi and... Uh, from Mormon and Moroni and all of the, the the people that we read about in the book, and also from Joseph Smith and um, all the way to, to now. And as I reflect on those things, it, it, it makes me think of Moroni chapter 10, this week's uh, study, uh, and, more, and Moroni invites us to reflect on the goodness of God and his mercy to, to us and um, you know, as I think about it, that's, that reflection is, is one of the reasons I truly love the Book of Mormon, um, like I said. So I do want to do this just introduction, overview, chapter, uh, excuse me, episode, even though there is just one chapter. And so, uh, I was thinking about it and it's, uh, I, I typically say, you know, how did we get here? Where are we? Uh, type of thing in this episode, in the overview episode. And so, jokingly, I was thinking, I could I could say, how did we get here? Well, it all started with a man named Lehi and his family, and they came from Jerusalem. I could do a whole recap of the Book of Mormon to say, this is how we got to Moroni chapter 10. Not going to do that. But what I am going to do is say, remember that Moroni has said goodbye to us twice before. In Mormon, at the end of Mormon, uh, he thought he was, was going to be done. He didn't have any more ore to make any plates, and they were full. So he says goodbye. He then finds some ore. He gives us the record of the Jaredites, and then he says goodbye to us again. He then realizes he has some more time, and so he writes some more things to us, and he says goodbye to us again. And what is it? One thing I've, I've always enjoyed doing uh, when um, a prophet or uh, someone from the, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve uh, passes away is reading their last talk, the last talk that they gave in conference, um, because I I started thinking, you know what? I think this person probably knew that their time was short, and so what was the message that they, knowing that their time was short, chose to deliver to the world? And so I think that same principle applies here with Moroni. Moroni knew his time was short, or so he thought multiple times. Right? He thought for sure. He's not going to be able to say anything else to us. He'd seen our day. 
knew what we were going to be facing. And so what did he write to us about in Mormon? He wrote to us about faith. He wrote to us about miracles, about the ministering of angels. He wrote to us about Jesus Christ and his atonement and turning to him and trusting him. And then he says goodbye to us again in Ether. And what does he teach us again in Ether? Faith and faith in Christ and turning to Christ. And then in Moroni, he's like, okay, I've got a little bit more time. What does he decide to write to us? He writes to us about uh, the priesthood ordinances, and he writes to us about faith and hope and charity. And in chapter 10, he's going to bid us adieu. He's going to say goodbye to us one final time. This time it's for realsies, and it sticks. And But what does he tell us? What, is he, he, what, what he does is he ties those things together, and he t- tells us again about faith, hope, and charity. He tells us about how we can come unto Christ and be perfected in, in him, how we can know the truth of all things. He says, hey, person in the future that I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. You can know the truth of these things. You can know the truth of all things, regardless of where you live or your circumstance or what language you speak, regardless of what other people are telling you, regardless of any other person. Remove all other people. You have a direct connection to God, your Father, through the Spirit. And through the Spirit, you can know the truth of all things. And he's going to teach us that. Um, Something else that stands out to me is that Moroni chapter 10, especially verses 3 through 5, are I would argue and submit that uh, that they are the, the most quoted verses in all of the Book of Mormon. Now, on my mission, I'd say probably high ninety percent of the people that we talk to, the first verses and 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 things of the Book of Mormon that we invited them to read were thirty five chapter eleven and Moroni chapters three through five or chapters ten three through five, and you know, constantly inviting people and using his invitation. And here we have, had Moroni stopped and not given us this invitation, we could have still prayed and known that the book, that the principle is still true, that by the uh, through the Spirit we can know the truth of all things. But his explicit invitation makes it so clear and easy to know what to do. Read it, ponder it, have faith, and be ready to act and ask God, and he'll tell you. So anyway, and I'll and I'll we'll get into more of that the verses in the next episode as we talk more in depth about the chapter. But what, what strikes me is how often this is used and how uh, heavily it's relied upon. Uh, and why it strikes me that is because Ether chapter twelve, the man Moroni wrote, the Gentiles are going to mock me because I can't write good. Well, I can't write well, right? He he was self-conscious about the way that he he wrote, and he thought that it was weak. Now it's what he was concerned about. And then the Lord told him that, that, that he, the Lord, would can turn weak things into strengths, into strong things. Here's Moroni, who was weak in writing and worried about his weakness in writing, who then writes the verses that are most often quoted from the Book of Mormon. Not his father, whose name is we give the, the book. Not Nephi or Alma. No, Moroni, who is, whose, weak, whose writing was weakness. It's turned to strength and has, has gone throughout the entire world. Uh, as we study this week, um, and as you study this chapter, I want to point to the first uh, section of Come Follow Me and invite you to pause and reflect upon the miracles and the mercies that the Lord showed unto the people in the Book of Mormon. And and come follow me, give some examples, you know. 
uh, Lehi's family, Enos, Alma. Um, but also reflect on how the Lord has been merciful to you, no matter what your circumstance is. And so it's you know honestly probably an echo of what President Nelson just invited us to do in uh, giving thanks and fi- being grateful. But uh, explore your life and your history to see how merciful the Lord has been to you. And as you do that, I think that it will cause uh, a few things to happen. Um, I think it will lead to some humility and uh, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And what that does is that allows for the spirit to enter. And as you um, finish studying the Book of Mormon, I invite you to pray. Although I'm sure many of you already have, whether this year or in the past, but I invite you to do so again about the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon, uh, because it is the uh, keystone of our religion. And as you know that the Book of Mormon is true, you can know that Joseph Smith is a prophet, and that he was called of God, and that the prophets following him have also been called of God to lead uh, the gathering of Israel in this, the latter days. And you can know that President Nelson is the modern-day prophet who speaks for God, and it all starts by knowing the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon. Thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for joining me this year. I appreciate you all listening. I look forward to studying with you uh, and finishing the Book of Mormon this week, and I hope you'll join me in the next episode as we discuss Moroni chapter 10.